Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the weekly rundown. We've been going through the series of Jonah. Jonah. Uh, week two, talking about running to God. Man, what a, an amazing word there from God. And whenever uh, you're, you're talking there, talking about we all have some time that we're running from God in something. There's a little bit of Jonah in all of us, man. Exactly. There's a little bit of Jonah in all of us and uh, uh, disobedience and running from him. But the deal is, what do we do whenever we do run from him? Because yeah. we do. Yeah, we should have saved this series for Shark Week and did it right there in Shark <laughs> yeah. Week. We had like sharks and things like that. So. Uh, no, there's a little bit of Jonah in all of us, obviously. And we talked a little bit about that uh, the first week. And uh, when, we, when God asks us to do something we don't want to do, yeah. and we say no. Mm-hmm. And we do that kind of quite often. I mean, yeah. God may tell us to share our faith or invite someone to church or bless someone and be generous to them. And we're like, here's how we, God, I just don't have time right now. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just so busy. Or man, I'm just tired. Hey, someday I might do that. And that's still, even delayed obedience is still disobedience when you delay it. So good. And so what do you do when you when you happen? When we look at Jonah chapter two, some great things happen in Jonah, which one, he's in the belly of a fish, which I think is just hilarious. Like, you know, people's like, well, that's not a true story. That's allegorical and that's a parable. And that I'm like, Jesus spoke the stars into existence. Yeah. Like he died and got up out of the grave three days later. How could it be so hard to believe that somebody could survive in yeah. a fish's belly? Now, we don't know if it's a whale. Could have been, but we wasn't there. We don't know. But what Jonah did was a beautiful picture of repentance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think when they repent, it's because they say, um, they may think, hey, I'm sorry that I got caught. Yeah. Or I'm sorry for this. But true repentance starts with first in your mind. And so really, I just said, there's a change of mind, change of heart, and a change of action. Yeah. And we see that happen with Jonah. Jonah said he remembered the Lord. He changed his mind. He changed his heart and his affection was for God's mercy in his life. But then he said, I'm going to change my action. I will do what God asked me to do. I'm going to Nineveh. And he said, I'll fulfill all my vows. So repentance starts with first my mind. And this is the battlefield. This is what the enemy wants. But then it shifts my heart, which my affections, the things I love. And then that eventually will shift my actions and my feet will follow in that direction. So um, that was kind of Jonah chapter two really quickly. But uh, that's what Jonah did. And the word says in Jonah three, which we'll talk about next week, was the word came to Jonah a second time. And I am yeah. so thankful that God gives us second chances and third chances and yeah. fourth chances. That's so good. And uh, I like whenever you, you talked about that. I know in my own personal life, a lot of times uh, it would be like, I was sorry. And in the moment of being sorry, I would change my action really quick. But what I noticed was I never really changed my thoughts on that. So I ended up going back mm-hmm. and feeling that way again and doing that thing again simply because I was sorry, but I didn't repent. I didn't mm-hmm. turn, and it takes that turning. I thought I thought that was so good because, honestly, I never, until the uh, last couple of years, I never really heard of that, of really turning what repentance was. And I think whenever... You you know the truth. You talked about a lot of times it's from a lie that the enemy likes to creep in. But it, whenever you know the truth, we believe the truth will set you free. But you must know the truth. Mm-hmm. So you must fill your mind with the truth to really replace that lie, to begin that repentance, to change your feelings, to change your actions. And that was one really one spiritual discipline that I can't speak for everyone, that a lot of Christians may overlook or may not do is, yeah, I mean, you're sitting at work. And you probably don't have your Bible out yeah. and you probably don't have it on your app real quick to read your Bible. I think that's why it's very important to store God's word in your heart, yeah. that to memorize scripture, to store, especially 
the thing that trips you up the most. Yeah. Like, go look up all the Bible verses on on that and store it. When you have a hard time forgiving people, maybe you hold grudges. Well, go look up Bible verses that talk about forgiveness and memorize those. So when something happens and the word comes and or a lie will come and say, hey, do that. You can say, but God's word says. We see that with Jesus. It's how he defeated the yeah. enemy and when he was yeah. tempted for 40 days. He yeah. spoke. And the crazy thing is that Satan quoted scripture to the author of scripture and yeah. he uses scripture back exactly. against it. So, uh, and sometimes the enemy will take out of context God's word. Well, you're okay to do that. Did God really say he's been doing that since day one? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, I believe God's word talks about engraving it into your heart, knowing those truths, knowing it. Or like, for you, be inked. <laughs> inked. Get tattooed, That's right? right? That's tattoo enough. God's word hey, in know. your heart. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I think that that's so good. I, I know for for my myself uh, with walking through anxiety, you hit on depression a little bit mm -hmm. as well. Uh, for me, uh, something that I, uh, I went to before was like, okay, I'm going to, meditate and just get all this junk out. I'm just going to get it out, get it out. But uh, what I learned was an empty mind was the enemy's playground. And mm -hmm. he would twist things. He would put things in there and create scenarios that were not true, make me think something, feel a certain way, and act a certain way. But it was that that really helped set it apart of putting God's word in and knowing the truth and focusing on the thoughts that were God thoughts and made me feel and protect my heart, guard my heart, mm -hmm. uh, because it will deceive you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, which ultimately leads to changing of your actions. I thought that that was so good. And like you said, I'm so thankful for God's second chances. Well, you know, most people would try to change their actions and they wonder why they keep stumbling back or going back into it. When you really got to follow that back, the pattern, see where it's come from and see really what am I believing about it. And uh, it don't happen overnight. No. And, and Noah and no. I, we were talking about this a while ago. It's something that just happened instantly. Yeah. Um, but you can train. Mm -hmm. It's a discipline. And you eventually, you won't get to the point where you're sinless, but you can get to the point where you begin to sin less yep. because you're aware of the tactics of the enemy, yep. who's really, this is the battleground. Exactly. I think that you talked about mountaintops, valleys, storms, no storms. And talking about mountaintops and valleys, we know the verse, even though I walk through the valley, mm -hmm. a lot of times we want to run through it. We want an instant. Or ask somebody to pray us out of it. Pray us out of the valley. I'm in the valley. I'm in the storm. Pray it out. And exactly. it's like, God's like, that's where I want you right now. I want exactly. you there for a reason. And, and not just there, but to walk through it. And he'll walk through it with you. He'll never leave you. He'll walk through it with you, even though I'll walk. But so many times we try to run and we try to outpace God and we just want a quick fix. When in reality, it's not a quick fix, but it's a changing of mm -hmm. belief, changing of your feelings, changing of your actions. And a great modern, not modern, but a New Testament would be the prodigal son. Yeah. He said he came to a census. Yeah. He no longer loved what he was doing. And he said, I'm going to change my act. I'm going to go back to my father. And he runs back. So we see the beautiful picture even in the New Testament. Exactly. That was so good. Well, anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining this us this week for the rundown. Man. You want to give a sneak peek to next week? We're going Jonah to chapter it? three, oh. revival's coming. Revival's coming. Revival is coming. That's the theme, right? Is it from uh, running to revival? That's right. Here we go. Can't wait for Jonah it. Jonah three. See y'all next week. <laughs>